Hey, thank you very much for joining me and hanging with Mr. Douglas, who is me. So thanks for hanging with me, Mr. Douglas. <laughs> oh, I'm just really happy you're here. I'm all about thinking interestingly, thinking differently, thinking funnily, thinking fun. And uh, I suppose there's no time like the present to introduce and inject and inspire a little twist on the way we currently think things. Because the way we think things directly impacts the way we do things. And the way we do things right now could use a little twist. So, hey, I figure why not? My tagline is better thinking, better living, Mr. Douglas, who is me. And the idea is everything that ever once was or ever will be was first a thought. So if we're going to do something, we have to first think of it first. <laughs> and that's what I find endlessly fascinating. As a quick little ramble, um, <laughs> I have always been interested in the way uh, people think. Um, for any of those Maya Briggs fans, I'm an INFJ. You know what I mean. And so just uh, I find it to be endlessly fascinating, the way we think and, in effect, the way in which we do. Uh, and so ever since I can remember, I've been interested in how thought affects the doing of life. And I got into the whole acting thing real early on. I am a voiceover artist, if you can't tell. And I used the ideas that came to me from method acting and different training um, activities, practices, programs, as a way to engage with a perspective uh, from a, an expressive point of view. You know, I have a perspective I need to express in order to get this character's point of view across to anybody watching. How am I going to do that? And how am I going to do that? Best is not the best word, but best in that how can I best represent this particular aspect of being? with the thoughts that I think informing the actions that I take and the words that I say. Although, yes, scripted. Even so, it introduced me to an amazing amount of different ways you can approach being, doing, living, through thinking. And so take all of that. And then I got really interested in uh, the power of thought and the power of your subconscious mind, which is why we're all here today. You know, it's a, it's a really interesting and meandering path, and I'm sure I've already bored 99% of you. But those of you who are still here with me, thank you. Uh, so uh, we're here to just uh, dig into, enjoy, and perhaps twist ourselves into a more pleasurable way of thinking. And, you know, that inevitably will lead to a more pleasurable way of doing, which I'm all about. So thank you for joining me in the twist. Now you've got me in your ear. We're going to start with a seminal work, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. Now, this dude was born in 1898 uh, in Ireland and uh, quickly moved to Los Angeles in, uh, eventually uh, as an adult after he uh, experienced as a young adult, uh, as a Jesuit in Ireland, uh, a kind of uh, miraculous healing and was dissuaded by uh, that experience from the order of the Jesuits and decided to bounce to L.A. And, oh, wait, no, uh, I'm sorry. Before he bounced to L.A., 
So he was like, oh, what Jesuits? This is crazy. What kind of power is this? And the Jesuits were like, I don't know, peace out. And he was like, cool. And he moved, uh, he went to India, actually, for a little while. Studied. Uh, studied with the gurus and the cities in India. And um, actually gleaned a lot of interesting knowledge to the point where he wrote a whole bunch of books, but moved to Los Angeles after chilling in India for a bit and started his own church, for lack of a better word. Uh, it was um, a kind of uh, Christian science church, but it wasn't uh, about neglecting medicine. I think it was just about the power of your mind. And, you know, church, loaded word. Ugh. I was raised Catholic, and while I am forever appreciative of that experience, I certainly do not practice any longer. Though I absolutely am never more spiritual than I have been right now. And it seems to be increasing with every day, which is why I'm <laughs> overflowing on them. Oh man, this intro is long. Anyway, look, Joseph Murphy, pretty cool dude, started a church all about the power of your mind. And I figured this was a great place to start. Now I'm doing some interesting things. If you want, check out my stuff on YouTube, Mr. Douglas' channel. I uh, narrated the Kabbalion, which is also all about uh, the natural laws of the universe and how the mind is central to all of it. But I wanted to start with uh, this and just enjoy the meandering kind of conversation this book provides in the many different ways he uh, allows us to engage with the idea of using our mind to shape our reality. And we'll get into the thick of it because I find this stuff endlessly fascinating. So this dude is just the beginning. Thank you for joining me. And uh, thanks for sitting through that. <laughs> We're going to get started. Okay, here we go. The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. Narrated by Mr. Douglas. Okay, so here we go. Little preamble, prologue. How this book can work miracles in your life. I have seen miracles happen to men and women in all walks of life all over the world. Miracles will happen to you too when you begin using the magic power of your subconscious mind. This book is designed to teach you that your habitual thinking and imagery mold fashion and create your destiny. For as a man thinketh in his subconscious mind, so is he. Heavy, intense, here we go. Do you know the answers? Why is one man sad and another man happy? Why is one man joyous and prosperous and another man poor and miserable? Why is one man fearful and anxious and another full of faith and confidence? Why does one man have a beautiful, luxurious home while another man lives out in a meager existence in a slum? Why is one man a great success and another an abject failure? Why is one speaker outstanding and immensely popular, and another mediocre and unpopular? Why is one man a genius in his work or profession while the other man toils and moils all his life without doing or accomplishing anything worthwhile? Moils, that is a funny word, and it rhymes with toils. It also rhymes with spoils, royals, coils. Foils? Did I already say foils? I'm going to look it up. Okay. Uh, it means work hard, drudgery, hard work. Ugh. Moils blow. Why is one man healed of a so-called incurable disease and another isn't? Why is it 
So many good, kind, religious people suffer the tortures of the damned in their mind and body. Why is it many unmoral and irreligious people succeed and prosper and enjoy radiant health? Why is one woman happily married and her sister very unhappy and frustrated? Is there an answer to these questions in the workings of your conscious and subconscious minds? There most certainly is. Reason for writing this book It is for the express purpose of answering and clarifying the above questions, and many others of a similar nature, that motivated me to write this book. I'm right there with you, Joseph Murphy. It's why I am narrating this book to you now. I have endeavored to explain the great fundamental truths of your mind in the simplest language possible. I believe that it is perfectly possible to explain the basic fundamental, foundational laws of life and of your mind in ordinary everyday language. You will find that the language of this book is that used in your daily papers, current periodicals, in your business offices, in your home and in your daily workshop. Updated on your websites, your Twitter feed, your Insta stories, your blogs. I urge you to study this book and apply the techniques outlined therein. Oh, that's what we'll be doing. And as you do, I feel absolutely convinced that you will lay hold of a miracle working power that will lift you up from confusion, misery, melancholy, and failure, and guide you to your true place, solve your difficulties sever you from emotional and physical bondage and place you on the royal road to freedom, happiness, and peace of mind. This miracle-working power of your subconscious mind can heal you of your sickness, make you vital and strong again. In learning how to use your inner powers, you will open the prison door of fear and enter into a life described by Paul as the glorious liberty of the sons of God. The book does sometimes sprinkle in a little religiosity. I, I, I will say, though, you know, for my uh, very cheap two cents, my very inexpensive opinion, that it's done um, just enough to give you a little, oh, okay, I didn't thought it was such a think about it that way. And not like, religion is the only thing to think about, which is absolutely not at all the case. Um, Again, which is why I'm here reading you the book. Releasing the Miracle Working Power A personal healing will ever be the most convincing evidence of our subconscious powers. Over 42 years ago, I resolved a malignancy. In medical terminology, it was called a sarcoma by using the healing power of my subconscious mind, which created me and still maintains and governs all my vital functions. The technique I applied is elaborated on in this book and I feel sure that it will help others to trust the same infinite healing presence lodged in the subconscious depths of all men. Through the kindly offices of my doctor friend, I suddenly realized that it was natural to assume that the creative intelligence, which made all my organs, fashioned my body, and started my heart, could heal its own handiwork. The ancient proverb says, The doctor dresses the wound, and God heals it. Wonders happen when you pray effectively. Scientific prayer is the harmonious interaction of the conscious and subconscious levels of mind, scientifically directed for a specific purpose. This book will teach you the scientific way to tap the realm of infinite power within you, enabling you to get what you really want in life. 
you desire a happier, fuller, and richer life, begin to use this miracle working power and smooth your way in daily affairs, solve business problems, and bring harmony in family relationships. Be sure that you read this book several times, or, you know, listen. The many chapters will show you how this wonderful power works and how you can draw out the hidden inspiration and wisdom that is within you. Learn the simple techniques of impressing the subconscious mind. Follow the new scientific way in tapping the infinite storehouse. Read this book, or listen to this book carefully, earnestly, and lovingly. Prove to yourself the amazing way it can help you. It could be, and I believe it will be, the turning point of your life. Everybody prays. Do you know how to pray effectively? How long is it since you prayed as a part of your everyday activities? In an emergency, in times of danger, trouble, in illness, and when death lurks, prayers pour forth, your own and friends. Just read your daily newspaper. It is reported that prayers are being offered up all over the nation for a child stricken with a so-called incurable ailment. At this point in our timeline, I imagine prayer after prayer after prayer is being thrown up to blow up the coronavirus and make sure it never shows up again, so that we can all get back to enjoying our lives. In the meantime, I'm visualizing the coronavirus exploding into a wonderful, multifaceted, confettiified, sparkle matrix explosion. It's like, hooray! Boom! You know what I mean? Oh, coronavirus is dead and it's a happy celebration. Or how about we all begin feeling better and better? For peace among nations, for a group of miners trapped in a flooded mine, prayers everywhere, trouble, prayers. Later, it is reported that when rescued, the miners said that they prayed while waiting for rescue. An airplane pilot says that he prayed as he made a successful emergency landing. Certainly, prayer is an ever-present help in time of trouble. But you don't have to wait for trouble to make prayer an integral and constructive part of your life. The dramatic answers to prayer make headlines and are the subject of testimonies to the effectiveness of prayer. What of the many humble prayers of children, the simple thanksgiving of grace at the table daily, the faithful devotions wherein the individual seeks only communion with God? My work with people has made it necessary for me to study the various approaches to prayer. And in my head, I'm thinking prayer, I'm, I'm just thinking focused appreciation, you know. Inflamed focus. Inflamed appreciation. My work with people has made it necessary for me to study the various approaches to prayer. I have experienced the power of prayer in my own life, and I have talked and worked with many people who also have enjoyed the help of prayer. The problem is usually how to tell others how to pray. People who are in trouble have difficulty in thinking and acting reasonably. And, uh, there's no uh, misunderstanding. It makes sense. You're, um, you know, having difficulty. <laughs> so, totally. It's, it's going to feel like an uphill battle. They need an easy formula to follow. An obviously workable pattern that is simple and specific. Often they must be led to approach the emergency. Unique feature of this book. Does it dispense candy? No. But, hey, use the power of your mind. The unique feature of this book is its down-to-earth practicality. Here, you are presented with simple, usable techniques and formulas, which you can easily apply in your workday world. 
I have taught these simple processes to men and women all over the world, and recently over a thousand men and women of all religious affiliations attended a special class in Los Angeles, where I presented the highlights of what is offered in the pages of this book. Many came from distances of 200 miles for each class lesson. The special features of this book will appeal to you because they show you why oftentimes you get the opposite of what you prayed for and reveal to you the reasons why. People have asked me, in all parts of the world and thousands of times, why is it that I have prayed and prayed and got no answer? <laughs> I, I can relate. In this book, you will find the reasons for this common complaint. There are many ways of impressing the subconscious mind and getting the right answers make this an extraordinarily valuable book and an ever-present help in time of trouble. What do you believe? What do you believe, Neo? It is not the thing believed in that brings an answer to man's prayer. The answer to prayer results when the individual's subconscious mind responds to the mental picture or thought in his or her mind. The law of belief is operating in all religions of the world, and it is the reason why they are psychologically true. The Buddhist, the Christian, the Muslim, the Hebrew, all may get answers to their prayers. Not because of their particular creed, religion, affiliation, ritual, ceremony, formula, liturgy, incantation, sacrifices, or offerings, but solely because of belief or mental acceptance and receptivity about that for which they pray. The law of life is the law of belief, and belief could be summed up briefly as a thought in your mind. As a person thinks, feels, and believes, so is the condition of their mind, body, and circumstances. A technique, a methodology based on an understanding of what you are doing and why you are doing it, will help you to bring about a subconscious embodiment of all the good things of life. Essentially, answered prayer is the realization of your heart's desire. Desire is prayer. Everyone desires health, happiness, security, peace of mind, true expression, but many fail to achieve clearly defined results. A university professor admitted to me recently, I know that if I changed my mental pattern and redirected my emotional life, my ulcers would not recur, but I do not have any technique, process, or modus operandi. My mind wanders back and forth on my many problems, and I feel frustrated, defeated, and unhappy. This professor <laughs> has a desire for perfect health. He needed a knowledge of the way his mind worked, which would enable him to fulfill his desire. By practicing the healing methods outlined in this book, he became whole and perfect. Quote, there is one mind common to all individual men, unquote. Emerson. The miracle-working powers of your subconscious mind existed before you and I were born, before any church or world existed. The great eternal truths and principles of life antedate all religions. It is with these thoughts in mind that I urge you in the following chapters to lay hold of this wonderful, magical, transforming power which will bind up mental and physical wounds 
proclaim liberty to the fear-ridden mind and liberate you completely from the limitations of poverty, failure, misery, lack, and frustration. All you have to do is unite mentally and emotionally with the good you wish to embody, and the creative powers of your subconscious will respond accordingly. Begin now, today. Let wonders happen in your life. Keep on keeping on until the day breaks and the shadows flee away. Now that's a lovely little intro. Stay tuned for more with Mr. Douglas. <laughs>